hello, podcast listeners and watchers. Uh, first and foremost, as we always have to do, we have to thank the Patreon uh, listeners and viewers before the rest of you fucking scumbags because they actually contribute to the piece of shit that you're about to consume. I mean, I say that. I think today was... Um, uh, good episode. Kai has come back from a holiday and he's feeling pretty good. Uh, I started uh, with low energy. wasn't my best mental health day, but we spoke about it in a healthy way that you're meant to. And then we, I mean, to be honest, I think we've rehashed some stuff that we've spoken about before when it comes to jealousy and whatnot, but it was in the tone of of the day, uh, we cover toxic masculinity again, uh, how we're pieces of shit in that aspect. We cover how to Maybe be a bit better to yourselves. I'm making it sound way more wanky than it actually fucking is. And I also shouldn't preface it by calling it wanky. Talking about your feelings is a good thing to do. But I wouldn't be a toxic man if I, if I didn't insult myself for showing a shred of vulnerability. So thank you for um, giving me the space to do that and the courage and the money to feel it. Thanks for contributing to the fucking podcast. Uh, we'll see you on Thursday for the Patreon listeners. And for the rest of you, we'll see you next Monday. Enjoy. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or might just be cynical. Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? Good morning, cream. Hey, up. How are you? Not ideal. Not ideal? No. What's, just, he, what's eating you? No, no, just woke up with like a shitey stomach and then like a slightly low... Doing another ailments episode. No, no, not there yet. Well, in a, in a way, I woke up with a bit of a shitey stomach and then just like, uh, I mean, I don't know how often you get them, but some days I'm getting better at diagnosing myself or I just go up and I go... Oh, it's a low mental health day. It's not in the pets. It's not like you wake up and you go, there's nothing to do today. But you know when you wake up and just the first thing that happens annoys you and you're like, well, that's that's a bad start. Uh, and not only has it annoyed me, I've not done anything to... To remedy it. Or to try and react you, better. Have you read Furiously Happy? No. Nah. Like just mental health book by... She's, she's a very funny woman. I forget what she's called now. Jennifer, Jennifer something? Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, I... All right, great. I, Good for her. Ha- happy, angry, it's called. <laughs> uh, people screaming at the podcast because it's their favourite book. Um, so uh, she had this thing about, like, spoons. You've got, you've got, you wake up with a certain amount of spoons and everything that your day takes up a spoon. Oh, so you, like, wash the dishes, there's a spoon. And, and, and it costs a spoon. William. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, white the dog says a spoon and you've just got any spoons left. Some days you have loads of spoons. Normally, I'm gonna be honest. I think that's a really, really shit uh, metaphor. It's a really shit <laughs> metaphor. Like, but it's like, really bad. Like, but, at what point? I'm so, what are the what, fucking spoons for? Oh, yeah, she's quirky, isn't she? <laughs> she's quirk. She's quirky, motherfucker. That's how right. she gets through it. <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna be random. Because sure, surely, sure, like, just surely, even forks would be better. Because then, at the end of the day, when you've or uh, whatever time of the day you run out of forks, you can say, "I've run out of forks to give." That's, uh, yeah, yeah, that's better. Yeah, I mean, better. What's the spoon thing? I could not give a spoon, mate. Yeah, I couldn't give a... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't give a single one of my fucking spoons, son. I was having an F day. <laughs> and then everyone was ladling it on me thick. <laughs> and now I feel like my head's on the chopping board. <laughs> There's too much on me plate. I know. <laughs> this woman cannot, even when she's happy, cannot get her metaphors out of the kitchen. Uh, she cannot. <laughs> <laughs> you did like the book, though, yeah? 
you know, well, I, I went to book club with a bunch of cat ladies and well, I loved it. Because uh, well, that's when I did, the, you know, I did the book club with the Twitch stream. Yeah, It yeah. was one of our book club books. And uh, I was definitely like not who the book was aimed at. But I still, I still liked it. Like I got through it quite easily. Here's a horrible thing to say that part of me does mean. I have read self-help books uh, before different times in my life when you just go, oh, you know, because you can read most of them in five hours, right? Uh-huh. But the thing about self-help books is all... Every single one of them is the exact same thing. And it's the same thing like fucking what these get rich quick people are. Aye. Which is bro, I, bro science as well. Yeah. All that Wim Hof shit that I've been getting cold showers and yeah. heavy breathing and all that. But it, it's what this and all, all these things are the same thing, right? Aye. Which is you find a way you you find that it's not a god and it's not a religion, but it's a very minor version of a god and a religion, mm. and it, it's either toxic happiness or it's you know or look self love being aggressively self loving in the mirror every day and always having positive thoughts and all these things are is they just go right whatever your current mantra in your head is you might not even have one. I'm going to offer you a better one. And when you're able to focus on this and you apply it in everyday fucking life, and self-help books work for anywhere between one day and three weeks. And at the end of three weeks, you go, I'm not, uh, I'm not doing that anymore. Still back to normal. Yeah, yeah, you just sort of regress. And also, and, and this is the bit that's horrible, I don't think you should take advice from anyone that wrote a self-help book. <laughs> <laughs> and this is coming from somebody who yeah. wrote a self-help well, book. Well, no, mine was, well, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it also, yes. <laughs> what? Yeah, like, like, listen, what are you listening to me for? <laughs> my, the entire lesson of my book is don't listen to the shit. I don't know what I'm fucking talking and about. And people are going, oh, yeah, that's a good oh, idea. I'm going to do that. <laughs> it's like, and, and this is what happens, and this is what so many people get fucking credit for. And by so many people, I mean the likes of uh, Joe Rogan and stuff, right? Which is, for some reason, people put a lot of kudos and weight and people being like look I'm a fucking idiot but here's my thoughts and people go but he knows he's an idiot and you go that doesn't uh, make him smart yeah. knowing you're a fucking it's the first step in a thousand to becoming actually intelligent uh, right we, we do that a lot though uh, <laughs> well, like, don't listen to us after being really passionate about something ah uh, yes but we don't hide we, I feel, at least, with our ignorance, we'll acknowledge we're our ignorance. We're not like all the other girls. <laughs> <laughs> we'll acknowledge our ignorance and then do stuff. Uh, we'll acknowledge it. There it is. It's not hiding behind. Joe Rogan hides behind. You know, I just, I just ask questions, and uh, you go, I'm inquisitive. Yeah, and you go, you, you don't ask the right questions, and what you do is you have people with you dangerous ideas when on. people answer with, yeah. uh, and you don't challenge their, you yeah. know. Sh- sh- shittiness like it, it, if you're not intelligent and you're not passing on life about and you well you know you shouldn't be passing on life advice it's important to add those caveats in there that's why I always add it in my stand up because my stand up sounds intelligent because because you wrote it because I wrote it and I practiced it <laughs> you and ran I it past your dad it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I replaced all the big words with bigger words just to make myself seem more intelligent it's all part of the Fucking corn. So I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it back to the spoons here, right? Because I, I wake up normally and I've just got fucking spoons for days. Oh, like yeah. I'm normally alright with that, but every now and again I'll be like on a come down or something and oh, no. spoons. Is that the type of day you were having the day? I don't know if it was a come down. I think it was just, it, and it wasn't even like a big one, but like there's times you know when I when I'm in a bad mood like that, I get annoyed at myself that I'm in the fucking bad mood. I'm like, for what? I'm like, you just woke up. What's bothered you already? Aye. Like, how have you got into the day with this attitude? I mean, you obviously do have the advantage of, you know, if somebody hands you your child who all they want to do is smile at you, that'll that, set you that right. Picks you back oh, up. A fair bet, aye. Yeah, mate, I, I, woke up, I woke up in bed with, um, Nelly said three dogs. We're Natalie and two dogs this morning. <laughs> 
fuck, I was clueless where I was because bear in mind, the last three nights I've been on on the sesh, I've been on a stag do oh, and yeah. slash 40th birthday party, fucking just hold away with the boys who haven't really spent much time together since before the pandemic. Uh, and then, so last, so the, yesterday I get in and um, Natalie picked us up from the airport. She was like, I've got a surprise for you in your study. It's my birthday coming up, and it's tomorrow. Oh, is it? Aye. Good is friend. That's <laughs> Palo, yeah. <laughs> well, no, you know what? Now, and here's how, not, here's how not only bad a friend I am, but here's how self-involved I am. I was like, can't believe Cara didn't remind me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's my mum's birthday Saturday, and the yeah. only reason I know that is because last week Cara went, she mum's birthday next week. I was like, cool, I'll buy her something on her birthday. And she's like, she's in India on her birthday. Buy her something beforehand. I'm like, good. Good, you're here for a reason. But she didn't tell me it was your birthday, so she's yeah. failed. Oh, unless she, it was calculated and she's a dick. <laughs> Very possible. She, she, she shows that true colour sometimes, Carol. Like, that's like we catch a song of her every time. She's, she's just such a lovely woman. Yeah. But every time she says something like a shotgun remark, no. like, you show your true <laughs> colours. We also just like, anytime somebody says something innocuous, if you can pretend that what they said was immensely offensive is one of my favourite bits uh, like oh whoa yeah, yeah, like yeah. man I, f- I thought that would have written thin now because that's been gone for a while that bit it's man it's a stupid bit and I, and I it's one of those bits that doesn't belong on stage or in real life but you know day to day shite banter that just always tickles you oh uh, it's, it's it's like um, Troy offering to make one of Gronies you <laughs> all want to grow. Whoa! Everyone in the there room like, what yeah, the yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. dude? Aye, aye. <laughs> Me and Cullen were playing FIFA yesterday and uh, he scored a great goal and he goes, did you see that little jink there? And I was like, oh, It's dude. such low, <laughs> low energy, uh, low batter, but it just, it, it, it tickles us But the, the further from the market is and the quicker it is, the better. Yes, and it also the more... Like, oh, we do it... We do it to Tom Horton in the WhatsApp group whenever he compliments somebody. Like, whoa, mate, fucking what are you on? Like, he's complimenting just pretend. And it just makes it look insincere. Yes. Right. <laughs> and you, that's like a variation of that game. Yeah. If it's somebody, like a spin-off. Yeah. If somebody, yeah, if somebody's saying something fine and normal, and uh, if everyone else in the room reacts, yeah. then it's the worst thing. Uh, congratulations on getting Good Morning Britain, Milo. And we're like, oh, for fuck's sake, Tom, let him have his moment, oh, man. Jesus like, Christ. Why are you thinking that of him? Hi. Oh, mate, one of my favourite bits uh, spawned on the holiday I've just been on. It's, uh, you know, when you're on a lad's group, uh, like, t- tempers can gain and people can get a bit angry and people can snap at each other. Anytime somebody got angry or snapped, we just accused them of being horny. We're, like, not even at them. He's just fucking so horny, this lad. Like, he just needs a shag. <laughs> Someone shag Demas, man. <laughs> so Demas was a grump, was he? <laughs> he was aggressively horny, Daniel. <laughs> aggressively horny. But it's just such a funny thing, because it diffuses any anger immediately the minute you accuse someone of being horny. Aye. Um, so uh, I'm driving in, and Natalie's uh, like, I've got something for you in the house. And I'm like, oh, what's it going to be? Because she's already bought us my birthday present. Well, oh, I love langu- languages, not gifts. Mm. Like, just give each other money. <laughs> <laughs> she bought us a few trainers. We were shopping for me stuff for me holiday, and she bought us some trainers. They're like, sweet. Oh, so, so you know what the have I've got them on. So those, what I was going to say, you do uh, have new trainers. Yep. So, uh, gets in the house. Yeah, we're both wearing Adidas. Aye. Got like the Towley ones off Spongebob. No, off Towley from Spongebob. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. Aye, my favourite shoes in the whole wide world. Towley from... Um, South Park. There we go. There we go. And his, and his, when you, his eyes change colour and they get more stoned uh, depending on the temperature in the room. And they're childish. Honestly? 
Aye. You've got mood eyes on your trainers. Aye, so nice. after this we'll go out and they'll come and they'll look dead red and they'll look more stoned. It's class. I'm 31 years old. I like that a lot. <laughs> oh, I love them. Uh, They're my favourite shoes. Big fan of that. Uh, opened my study uh-huh. and there's like a, a cage with mice in it. It's just like, got got your mice for your birthday. <laughs> How many mice? Two. Two mice? Two mice. Two mice. Mises. 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 <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck the rest of this podcast. Fuck the absolute... What the... F- <laughs> it was the, do you not remember from your stag? Where fucking we're playing that game with a sushi game and one of them's miso soup. Oh, yeah. And, and, and Troy kept going, miso soup, like... I am so I'm soup. I'm so soup. Didn't and make any sense. So my. everybody hears it and just like, okay, mate. And just didn't laugh. Carry on. And he's like, oh, they mustn't have heard us. <laughs> I'm gonna do the choking game. <laughs> to be fair, that is also one of that is also one of my favourite comedy tropes, which is whenever you do a joke that just doesn't get the reaction you want, right? Is to then just lick your lips away for another level of silence and then say it louder and then uh, explain it to him. Make, make repeating it the joke yeah, because yeah. the joke didn't land and you're like, I've got a reserve I've, parachute. I've got a safe face here. Yeah. Uh, I think um, I had a line on stage where it was like, if a joke doesn't land down well, I was like, oh man, I thought that was going to crush. Like in my head, I was going to do that, you know, I'll laugh, you know, I'll have a good time. You know what I feel like I've done? I feel like I've walked in with a helium balloon, took a big lungful and went to talk with a silly voice and talk normally. And I've just took a big lungful of someone else's breath. Oh. That's how you better feel there uh-huh. by not laughing at that. So I always had one gag that could flop because uh-huh. I know that the salvage gag is going to get into really trouble. <laughs> <laughs> good old salvage gag in me locker. Um, so I get in, I've got mace for my birthday. I'm like, fucking... Ah, uh, that's going through my head is... Oh, well, all that's going through my head is you've got a pet snake at this point. Oh, that would have been all right. <laughs> if that was the food. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, like, like a, you walk in, she's like, I got you two mice. And you're like, what? And then she drapes a snake around your neck. Uh, like some sort of scarf. And you're like, uh, yeah. oh. And then I just lie down next to it to see if I'm big enough to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, right, I've just got to spend the next while just trying to get this into her office instead of mine. <laughs> it's going to stink with my office. Right. I'm not going to clean the mood. <laughs> Two mice. <laughs> you use a chore. They have names. One is called butterscotch, and one is called like, oh. caramel or something. Like Declan mice. Declan mice. <laughs> <laughs> As a collective, uh, called Declan mice. Condoleezza. Condoleezza. Condoleezza mice. <laughs> <laughs> Annika mice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all. It's all just yeah, mice. Yeah, yeah, it's rice. Yeah. Uh, so now well, they weren't be present. Natalie just thought it'd be a very funny prank to pretend that she got his mice. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, but I'm sorry, who did the mice belong to? Uh, well, one mice sitting for uh, Natalie's friends. Well, our friends, new married, new old, we right. share friends. Yeah. So you're, you're my friend. You're Natalie's friend. <laughs> We're gonna separate it in the divorce. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, we're looking after um, the mice, and I went to the kitchen. The dog and Al, we've got we've got a two dog household at the minute. Oh, and um, so we've got Indy, which is funny because it's Independence Day today. So, oh, yeah. hey, that's what I was going to ask. Great, right? you know how it's Independence Day today in America. In America, if you've got your independence in two thousand fourteen, mm-hmm. would you have an Independence Day that you celebrated? I think we, I think it, w- I'd, but I don't know if it would have been like the date that the vote goes through or the day that we actually got. Independence, because it was a Brexit Independence Day, mind. 
Aye, because that's I don't like. Do they have like an annual Brexit Independence Day? Do, do like people who wanted it celebrate it? Yeah, do they? Aye, because it's because it, it's like so far gone. New Independence Day, everyone in America celebrates Independence Day, right? Yeah. But would there have been that first few years where it was just contentious, where the people that didn't want independence or were not, like, ugh, fucking nine. Oh, not, in, of the day not, were lost. not not in a, oh, maybe not in America because I feel like at that point when they got independence from Britain, it was very and uh, and Britain were being fucking cunts to them mm. um, because I mean it was ours and, and also it wasn't like a vote for independence was it no. it was a civil war for independence aye well basically they be, they sent I think the I think it was the Queen at the time was basically had all the colonies and we were just overcharging them for everything like if they, if Americans wanted to print on their newspapers or whatever it, they had to print it on British paper in Britain and so like ship the paper over there to be printed and then for it to be back and taxed both directions and taxed on the paper and selling it for hard uh, and I went to the place of the Boston Tea Party when we were in Boston oh, aye, and, and that was all like fucking levies on tea and shit like that on it aye. so they just dumped it into the got river. rid of it yeah yeah and people go oh my god they got rid of tea and you're like you gotta understand back in those days tea wars came in like squares and it was like kind of like what hash looks like now uh, and the way tea worked is got any tea man I'll suck a dick <laughs> but that is the British at the time I got these cheeseburgers man uh, <laughs> you'd like scrape bits of the leaves off into the, the pot and that would so each block of these would make let's say hypothetically 10,000 cups of tea uh, and they put 10,000 of those so it was like a ridiculously um, large amount so when they eventually got their independence from us uh, they were like, this is fucking great. And then they also had their own civil war years later. And I don't think they ever, they don't have a, well, because that wasn't really independence. I'm pretty sure, there, is, there, is there a celebration of the day that they beat the Confederates? There must be, there must be. Aye, that day is all the time, doesn't it? Aye. Um, so I last last night, right, because uh, like, they're two, the two dogs of the same breed in mm-hmm. the house, right? Both Cavapoos, right? One of the 10-year-old boy, that's just like, just happy little chap, just strolling around, like, uh-huh. Like moving around like a slug, and this little yappy thing that wants to play, right. and um, we had them in separate rooms, but attacking of each other through the rooms, oh, right. and um, we went downstairs to try and figure it out, and ended up just in the spare room on the bed. And I woke up this morning just like the spare rooms, the bed's a bit smaller than the one in ours. I just woke up like absolutely cramped, like two dogs in my last night, and I couldn't move anyway. It was fucking. It was me. It was me one night sleep back from me holder, so I have shabby. How long do you have the dog for? Uh, till tomorrow. Are you so co- like I've, I've are you pointing at Peggy? Are you pointing the, uh, to the other dog? Are you pointing at indeed to Pe- Peggy, being like, "You see how you see how this dog doesn't fucking bark at light bulbs uh, <laughs> and well, well barks at sleep though. It's yeah. like it, it's just like I don't know if it's been an arm or something, but like right. it has proper sop it sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> it has proper PTSD sleeps. <laughs> Quiet it out through the day, through the night. It's like no, ah, ah, cats and mad cats. <laughs> Um, but uh, it's been, they've been classed. Uh, Peggy's become like a proper mean girl, right. territorial and all that. Like, yeah, that's my stuff. Where, wherever indie guns, te- Peggy's just like the fuck. Right. I try to boss her around, like, because well, that's the age you don't want to boss like, him around. I keep saying her because I feel like indie is a girl name. It is, and it is, isn't it? But it's uh, the name's Jones. The family name's Jones. Indiana Jones, indie. Oh, well then, so it makes then sense. it's then it's Aye. one of the. I mean, we bring this up all the the time. My my name, Nazi. This like what names can be and what nicknames. If you oh, name yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's come up again. One of Cara's friends had a child uh, called Tilly. Tilly. I'm like, oh, so Matilda. That's so it's Matilda. Oh, because I I only know Tilly is like a dog's name. I didn't even assume that it was a short for uh, Matilda. Matilda. Matilda or Tilda, which yeah. is again short for 
Matilda. Uh, and they're just like, Matty, Matty, short for Matilda. Matilda Canning. She's just like, sorry, name's just Tilly. What was it short for? Nothing, just Tilly. It is. It is. It is short for. Just because you don't think it's short for something doesn't mean it's not short for. You know, something that we get angry about all the time. Like, it's starting to come run. Right, I'm going to start from scratch here, right? I found out that I'm quite toxic. I've only found out recently. <laughs> I've been telling you for years. Uh, and, and I've just been steamrolling over here when you tell us. <laughs> That's one of the traits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, there's this thing, right? We've got a shot of tequilas on the first night, right? And um, Grassy went, oh, watch this. Gets a shot round of fucking um, pineapple juice in. Right? So you have the tequila, you have your pineapple juice, and it makes the taste of the tequila gone away immediately. Yeah. Like, oh, right, cool. Right, next time we're fucking ordering tequilas, he's like, oh, I'll get a pineapple juice, please. And then Nafa's like, oh, I'll have a pineapple juice, Matty, I'll have a pineapple juice. And it's just confusing the fucking way that I want a different bar. He doesn't speak that well English. These lads are trying to get shots of pineapple juice next to that tequila in a weird number. And I'm just like, fuck it, just, just tequilas, man. Right. People are watching, man. <laughs> Stop being cowards, like, fuck off. Right. And I'm trying to say to them, because again, well, it makes it taste nice. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, right then, around the 10 beers, please. Now I'll have a half a lemonade, top mine up into a shandy so it tastes nice. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm toxic like that. Aye. And a couple of lads are just on board with us. Just fucking get your tequila doing you. There's something lying there. Like, it comes with it. You yeah. have that. Right? And I'm just like, it's just the same energy as, like, fucking getting the getting the rail on bowling. Put, putting the bowl down. And fucking just scoots off, dude, and knocks another more of our right? You didn't get in the gut. I made your experience at bowling better because you didn't go to ballad. Yeah. But just fucking, just bear, bear in mind that people can see you and you're making a titty yourself. <laughs> Well, to be fair, it's not like any of the lads were out pulling. <laughs> it's not like there were a group. Of, it's not like there was a group of middle-aged women, three tables across, being like, "See all those uh, Bolton Geordies." <laughs> I, I, th- I think I fancy four out of seven of them. Oh wait, hold on. No, they've they've done they've done pineapple, pineapple shots. Juice. I've just properly dried up down there. Uh, it was just like I was reacting the same way that. Um, that Mark reacted in the stag do, uh, Paul Smith stag do, when Milo started making me sell Barocca. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, do that in your own time, man, not in the fucking no, night. Go do that in the bathroom. <laughs> but a bathroom. You could do coke uh, on the table. People take coke up and leave again at the bathroom to have their electrolytes. Oh, it is, it's just toxic. It's just toxic traits. It but, is uh, toxic. But like, it was like fucking dividing the, dividing the table of people that were just like, fuck off with a pineapple juice, man. Get your shot doing you. We're not getting it for entertainment. We're doing it to get drunk. And, um, and then I was just like rhyming off stuff that it's like, you know, everyone's on board. And then I went like fucking driving an automatic car. Mate, I'll nine of them. I'll fucking nine of them. Just went, so I'm driving an automatic like. <laughs> I'm like, what, did you pass your test in an automatic, didn't you? <laughs> Is that why? Yeah. <laughs> and Rick, it's just like, would you wind the window, dude? And Al, do you want a window wind down? I was like, it's not quite the same, is it? Like, I'm not fucking. Well, Nick Cody's got the joke, which is, would you churn your own butter? And um, you go, I, you know, I understand what you're saying. But also, but it, you know, if you did learn in an automatic car, that's worse for me. Learning on, uh, learning a, learn a real car, and then go right. You know what? That is boring. And this is the thing. I'm gonna like. I know. Like I know. I'm on the wrong side because I'm so heavily. It doesn't mean I'm on the wrong side. I'm so heavily outnumbered, and plus the, that's the way the world's going uh, because the market's made for that. Like I'm not a petrol head on out. No. I don't fucking care that much about the car. I just didn't want to have that feeling when like. A, Need to change gear. I didn't want to pull out over, take the car in front of us, and then wait for it to decide when I speed up. Oh, yeah. Like I just, I think it's just fucking good to just have all of the control of driving yeah. to you, and not really, like every time the fucking lane assist comes on, I'm just like, stop tinkering with the bits that are fine. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like I can't a, let you leave this thing because you're not indicating. I'm not indicating because it's two in the morning and I'm on a four lane fucking highway and there's nothing behind me. Stop keeping me in the fucking lane. Uh, um, so I, I, I know that it's going to go on that way because when I was buying my car, it was like everything was like Triptronic. They'll give it names like Triptronic just to make people feel a bit better about buying an automatic. Uh, Do you want an automatic? Do I fuck? What about this Triptronic? <laughs> I already right, make this feel a bit more manly. I. Um, <laughs> And everything's going towards electric. So I know eventually I'm going to be the fucking guy that slagged off people with little dogs and buys a little dog. I'm going to be that guy who in fucking history is going to on his butt. But at the minute I'm digging, I'm, I'm one of the last ones left digging my heels We've in. had this debate before and I'll bring it up again. Electric cars are not automatic cars. There's nothing automatic about them because there's no gears. So therefore there's no changing between the gears, automatic or not. There's nothing. Is that all electric vehicles? Or Aye, is that just no Tesla's? No, there's no gears. Aye. Aye. Well, hybrids, I imagine, definitely have the, yeah, right. the gears and stuff. But full electrics are not. No. There's no gearbox. It's just it's scale electrics, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, I just get the feeling, because we sometimes get them on the on the high. I get that feeling that you get when you fucking step onto an escalator that's not moving. <laughs> Aye, that is, that is weird. Just that fucking lurch in your stomach of, well, this isn't what I... What, what. It's like the body version of you putting something in your mouth, expe- expecting one thing, and then yeah. getting an entire. Oh yeah, I love olives. Yeah, but yeah. If you offer me a grape, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I take an olive. Yeah, and and the and the hack easy one to go with is thinking a uh, raisin cookie. It's a chocolate chip cookie, and then going yum yum. Blah, 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 blah. I liked raisins, but not when I thought I was getting chocolate. Uh, yes. Oh, the fucking uh, one of the uh, it was a. Uh, Fucking, you would have hated it. Like sardines can run. There's a big barbecue at the beach bar. Mm. And had these fucking lush sardines on right now. The day in the runs, right? And fucking uh, Demas got a handful of sand and poured it out of the ones that were left, right? My toxic lads, right? <laughs> and he goes, uh, I put a bit of pepper on them and passed it round. And everyone just went, why have you fucked them? You fucked them. <laughs> what have you done? It was so immediately it was sand. He hasn't put pepper on, there's a handful of sand in. And then fucking Ricketson there, uh, Gareth, the lad that was there, um, Bussy Screen, doesn't matter. Right, uh, grab, grab on each. Yeah, I had a main pep man that just started crunching doing on them. <laughs> like, there was quite obviously a handful of sand on them. What are you doing? <laughs> just grind their teeth doing the stumps. Uh, so that would have been jarring for them. Aye. Yeah. You know how I've come back from partying for three days and I seem quite chipper? Mm-hmm. And I seem like I don't feel like I haven't got that, like, post-holder blues, that, like, hangover. I, w- I was nearly in hell. You know, like after the bull run when I nearly died mm-hmm. and then I didn't die, so everything was just a bonus and I'm just in a good mood. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a life or death moment, but to you it would have been, you would have killed yourself, right? I'm in a massive queue for fucking, uh, to get hooked. I couldn't check in online, right? So I'm trying to check in. You know Tui? Have you heard of Tui? T-U-I? I think it might have been Thomas oh, Cook yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's got that kind of fucking swoosh. Oh, yeah. Um so I booked for Skyscanner, I took the cheapest option, right? Oh, so, sorry to interrupt you because I don't want to get back to this, but yeah. you've actually brought up something that I want to, th- I, which I think is, I can't believe this is a society we, we've let this go past. This is something that should be so instantly illegal for companies to do. Mm. Companies like Skyscanner or any fucking airline, mm. when you search for flights and then you go, oh, cool, I'll go and text my missus that I've found the flights. And then when you search them again, they go, oh, 
twice the price, that should be illegal. Uh, Across yeah. the fucking board. Yeah. Instantly fucking illegal. Uh-huh. They remember your cookies and shit, and now you've been looking for yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, That's not the price uh, of the fucking thing. Yeah. You just know I've come back. And, and everybody checks twice, no one buys them in at the seed. Th- th- I cannot believe that any government in the world has allowed fucking companies to do that. Imagine that, you walk into, hi, sorry, um, uh, can I just get, can I get two uh, steak bakes, uh, two sausage rolls, and uh, how much are they? are they? Two quid each? Yeah, great. I'll just go... I think my missus wants something. I'll be back in two seconds. Which and a pizza slice. What do you mean? There's six quid. Uh, six quid now. Well, now we know you want food. Um, oh, uh, well, now you're hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking disgrace. You're getting hungrier the longer that a gun's on, so I'd buy them new before guns Can on. you imagine the fucking, the hell on earth, right? Um. Which is if you Googled t- tickets to come see my fucking show, right? Uh, on my fucking website. And I saved the thing. Oh, this person here has come to see. They've tried to book four tickets, but they've gone away to see if they can get four of their friends, what, three of their friends to come along. It's in the basket. They're ready to buy them. And I'm like, 75 quid now. They're like, why? Well, because I know you want them. Fuck. Uh, You're about to buy them. No, I've just marked up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's inflation. It doesn't go that fucking quick, you cunts. Uh, They're cunts. And the worst cunts, like, that that crime is fucking pales in comparison to what actually happened. Right? So, um, you know, it was Tui used British Airways as a third partner and I'm like I'm, I'm like sweet I'm fucking flying back British Airways I'll get the lounge I've got me fucking British Airways again. is a fucking shell of the company it was so I queue up right so I get I kind of check in online on British Airways or on TUI I kind of check in online right I didn't even have a fucking suitcase so it fucking loads sorry is this the flight out or back 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 right so it loads us to get in that bit extra early to stand in a queue of families with luggage so that I can just get me bored and pass that, you could give us on my phone, right? Nice. So I stand in this queue, right, and um, and I get to the front and they go, oh, we're not checking in that flight until two hours before the flight, right, 9.15, and it was like 8.45, we're just checking in the Dusseldorf flight, so I queued for it, right, and then the point is over to queue in a queue of people waiting to queue. Mm-hmm. So they were waiting until 9.15 so that queue could replace the queue that was there. Yeah. Right, whereas the screen just said 3.11 or whatever, so right. I went and queued. So I joined that queue, right, and the queue's massive, so everybody's had this issue. Everybody has had this issue where they fucking couldn't check in online and knew they were fucking queuing to check in, right? And this is what had happened. Uh, Tui sold loads of tickets to the British Airways flight, but hadn't told British Airways, and British Airways had sold all the tickets for their flight. So everybody who booked this flight through TUI was just getting turned away at the desk. Families getting turned away at the desk. People were like, loads of kids, loads of luggage, just going, this, you, you don't have a seat on this flight that you bought a seat for. Oh, my God. And I'm at the front, I'm like, so what do I do? And he's like, I don't know, phone TUI, phone these. And I went away from the desk, and I'm just like, fuck, I'm in Malaga, I'm, I'm hung out as fuck, Aye. I'm stuck in this horrible, it's a hell of an airport you've been in it, right? It's f- the only people that can offer you service are Spanish people. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not going back out of that again, because that's its own podcast, yeah, yeah. just listen back yeah, to yeah, how we yeah. feel, right? Um, and I'm just there, and I'm fucking, I rang Natalie, and she was like, right, just book the next flight you can back even if it's like via Heathrow or whatever, right? We'll book the next flight, you come back. Uh, we'll fucking take it up with Tui afterwards because I'm not phoning them in the airport. We've already got everybody ringing at once. And uh, while I'm on the phone, Natalie, I went two minutes, Heathrow, uh, check-in, had a business class uh, aisle, yeah. which the other one didn't, right? And I was like, oh, fucking sweet, I may be able to tackle them. And I just went in fucking f- like pretty much full of hell and just went, look, I'm a frequent flyer with you and showed them your membership. I was like, you've... I've had a ticket for your flight. They wouldn't issue it. Um, you just need to get us home. 
Yeah. Just get me get me home. I don't care how you do it. Via Newcastle, via Heathrow, just get us home. The cunts just printed me boarding pass for us. Just give us it. So what they'd done, they must have had a couple of seats left on, but they couldn't have offered everybody a seat. So uh, the party line was just fuck off, deal with it. All right, until until you have value of I'm a silver member. Aye, aye. And aye. I, fe- I felt like this real working class guild where like I'd walk past these families and kids and all that and just fucking got me ticket. Aye. I was like, them poor cunts. I was felt like I crossed the picket line. <laughs> I mean, I danced across it like fucking Dan, yeah, baby. <laughs> um, so, so I like the, the uh, like uh, as soon as I got through uh, departures and yes. I was through, I was just been the fucking happiest man alive because I'd already accepted me hell. Aye. Sometimes you just need like the fucking threat of that kind of jeopardy to just make you go, "Oh, life's good. Am I right?" Aye, and then to also just have the perspective of like seeing other people just going through that hell, going, "All right, okay, maybe the things I'm going through aren't that." Uh, fucking terrible it's like I, I remember having like a really vivid dream once that my brother had died and then I woke up and fucking checked in on him and he was still alright <laughs> I was just like fucking thank fuck for that uh, it's that uh, fucking self help book that'll sort you for the next three days to three weeks of uh, just count your blessings and be happy for the things you have got because it could be gone and it's life's fleeting I've, I've, I mean I'm really selling up nearly being stuck in Malaga right. well, <laughs> I've, with the with the British Airways thing, because the, the, for me they're they're the Conor McGregor of airlines. I have to gone bad. Y- yeah, the, so mil- the milk's gone bad. So, so what happened is obviously during when the when the pandemic happened, right, mm-hmm. and every company thought they were going to go under. British Airways apparently just let go of twenty thousand employees and just went, we can't afford to pay you. And all of those twenty thousand people who'd been trained by British Airways and all really lovely and really exceptional at a job and who should have been given job security weren't. And then obviously went, well fuck it, we'll just go to Aye. other places and get other jobs and hopefully most of them did. Which in a really minor good way is it means hopefully in other parts of the service industry now there are just really well trained, kind people. Uh-huh. Like they dispersed, but they may be like they may be disillusioned now that the kindness went to nowhere. Uh-huh. They may they may be jaded by life by like, going like I worked my fucking socks off with a smile on my face. I had a good work ethic. And then he did us like that. I'm never gonna do that again. It's about me from now on and they turn up late and kinda give a fuck. Well well all of those people I think should just go and do what what go to where all of those people go and that's Heathrow Terminal Five. Uh, sophology. <laughs> <laughs> um so Natalie Natalie uh, told us that it was um, obviously the Tory government are the ones that fucked that it was because and it happened in her industry is that the furlough scheme ended and obviously when Natalie worked in HR in her previous job had to make everyone redundant after that furlough scheme ended and then in the October or whatever they restarted the furlough but everybody was already gone so that fucking that that second that I think maybe the third furlough or whatever yeah. that was just like uh, oh look we're doing this furlough scheme but they knew that everybody else had been pied yeah yeah they, they knew that they they knew that they were furloughing a fraction of the people that they were pretending to furlough because they'd already had their neck snapped by their employer mm. that that's what's fucked it up <sighs> and there's something as well about you know the. Um, the flights are going to get f- fined if they don't use their slot that they booked, so they're booking flights that they haven't got staff for. Yeah. So then when they turn up and there's not enough staff for the booking, like yeah. uh, they're only doing it so they can keep the slot, oh, something, even though they haven't got the staff to run it. So I think they're putting on this, like, um, I think they're going to put on this scheme where you're like, you don't get fined for missing your slot. Natalie explained it to us, and I've just explained it worse. Aye, aye. And also, very little of it actually ended up in my brain, but it sounded... So I think I think it's uh, like they're they're making a, they're trying to put it right, like, but it's. I'm not. 
I've been, I've been bored. I'm going to have to find a new favourite airline. And I don't know, you know, how do you audition that? So I feel like I'm coming out of a, like a, you know, a, imagine coming out. Uh, it's not like I got dumped. Coming out of a relationship that you that you really loved, and Aye. then comparing the next, like if we were to try and compare the next girl to Natalie and Cara, mm. we'd be in trouble, wouldn't we? Like it would be really that would be a difficult second album for them. Yeah, yeah. Like if they were to, if Natalie and Cara were to die, and then we were to have to try and move on at one point, I just think I've been. Spoiled Aye. with just a sound, yeah. sound person, and then you go out and you realise, oh god, not everyone is sound. Aye, you're not just someone just getting like jealous or like something, and you're like, oh god, I didn't, I didn't have to deal with this. Yeah, and then you, and then you bring up your ex, and now you're the bad guy. Yeah, oh god, <laughs> man, I, I don't think there's anything. Like, well, I think because me and the way me and Cara started our relationship, which was just because <laughs> we didn't think it was going to go anywhere, so I was just unapologetically 100 percent myself uh-huh. of like, this is what I am. So I, mean, I think that actually led to us actually being in a healthy relationship because when we got into one, I was like, oh, God, you've seen the real me. Uh, no point hiding any of this after this. So, you, you know, uh, remember in Bros's Stag Do 2014, one of my, one of my friends' Stag Do's, um, at the, um, at the pool, it was like this pool party and there was a shot girl and um, Ricketts was chatting her up and he was the only man single on the holder, right? And he ended up, when he was flirting with her, she got her boobs out and he took a selfie, right? And he put the photo online. Mm-hmm. And then there was just this divide in my group where there was people's phones going off the tits, they're whacking away, they're on their phones, right? And it was the wives and girlfriends of some of the lads who saw that. It was ringing them, jealous as fuck. And it's, I didn't think it was that kind of holder, what he is up to out there. None of us walked at anything. Right, <laughs> Ricketts took a photo with a shot girl, Aye. right, in there, Al, on them. One of the lads got his uh, clothes, like, thrown on the lawn and that, right? And we'd done, like, a bit of... And the rest of it were, like, me, Brucey, Sean and that. We're just fucking on the loungers, just sitting with my cocktails. Fucking, well, lasses didn't give a flying Aye. fuck what Ricketts is doing in Magaluf. Because right? all your partners have met Ricketts. <laughs> right. We're all still with our partners from then. Aye. Then, well, our relationships are dead. Are they... Pretty much, I we went through, we went through, counted them off, and it was like a, a couple of them survived. Mm-hmm. It went on the holder. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and then it was, um, there was something not not even similar, but uh, when we were around Ocean Beach, right, there was a group of girls asked us to take a photo of them. And, uh, I take that photo, and I was just like, oh, my mate would love to be in this photo, but he's a bit shy, can he get in, right? I got one of my pals in, he's lying doing on the lounger while he's hot, he's not take the photo. And then um, I take that my phone, and then I can, so I'll put that on Facebook now. And there was just this shot of like four lads going, no, no, no. Same fucking lads with different lasses now. The lasses were never the problem. It was probably them. <laughs> They've probably put themselves in this position where it's a tit-for-tat jealousy, Aye. a one-upmanship, this constant battle for or moral superiority. A, or you've been a dog before. <laughs> like, you, you were caught being a dog and, uh, and, and, you know, now every time you go out there, it's like, why would I trust you when you've broken that trust uh-huh. before? I don't think I'm... I mean, I must have been jealous at some point. So there's no, There's no way with all the random insecurities I've had in my life. Oh, I it's had that one, didn't I? I had that fucking moment in London that time where it was it was one of uh, Claire's cousins or something. Claire went and introduced him and then he, he was like, oh, don't worry about introducing us, we've met. Yeah. And I, he didn't know I was sat there. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck is this cunt? Uh, oh, what, I, do you, yes. what do you fucking mean? Yes. 
I do remember this. I had to, yeah, it was one of the very few times when I had to take you outside and I was like, just to let you know, 100% in the wrong. Like, I, 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 I know your emotions are heightened. I know, and I know it's the booze that's contributing to that. And I know, I know what you, I know you've missed some information. So all the information you've got makes it seem this way. But as one of your best friends, you are unbelievably wrong. And the reason Natalie's not backing down here is because. You're wrong. <laughs> I just want to sit the cartoon. Who <laughs> the fuck are you, mate? Um, but I, that's, I think that's the one time where I've like, let's have a get another skin. I'm, I'm not a jealous guy in any case. Well, have you ever, well, I just I've, felt I felt disrespected by him, that's all, I think. Have you been cheated on? Maybe. If, if I have, I haven't the decent thing in him. Ah, there's been sound. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a really good job of keeping it under wraps. Just picked up a few new moves. <laughs> come back come back from a holiday away and just had some belt and new moves in bed. I, cause I do, Sweet. Because I do, look, I, I do get it. I think, you know, if you're, you know, if you're in a relationship and you love the person and, and if you get cheated on, like, it's got to be one of the fucking worst things. It's got to be such a, reality shattering thing for you because you thought you trusted this person uh-huh. and you thought they loved you and then this thing happens which po- all evidence points to that they don't uh, and you're heartbroken and, and, and sad I can understand the heart that that causes and then the fucking residue that you probably will have and the baggage you take into the next one right, but it yeah. is your responsibility that's nobody else's baggage uh-huh. that's your Baggage and, and yeah, like, like you if, know, if, if I if I start going out with someone and um, I just go to put an acker on on the weekend and they're like, oh, you kick off because I'm putting a bet on mm-hmm. my fucking ex boyfriend had a big gambling problem and he got loads of debt and I ended up paying it off and all that and I'm like, I but I'm putting a fiver on an acker and I've yeah, got like, it, I've got it. Yeah, yeah. like different ever try and like fucking compare that because yeah. you see that happens with like uh, people who don't have drug problems taking cocaine in their relationship, yeah. get getting the fucking all the backlash. That previous partner's drug problem, yeah. and you're like, I'm just having a fucking good night at a festival with my mates. You drink a lot. That my ex boyfriend used to drink a lot. That guy like, lost the house. Right. When your ex boyfriend was drunk, he yelled at you and said horrible things. When I get drunk, I buy shit on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> I buy these shoes. Because I imagine because we say this from you know the position of not being cheated on or not knowing that we've been cheated on, so it's easy not to have okay. that fucking. Uh, residue, but just I uh, jealousy is one of those. It's, it's, for me, it's just one of those things. I'm like, I can't. I, I want to respect your feelings because yeah. it's obviously it's come from a real place of real heart, and I acknowledge that, and I don't want you to have those feelings. But I'm also not taking a lick, not even a point percentage of responsibility. For any of those things that you're feeling, because there's, it's there's something really fucking lame about it as well. Somebody else nearly had the thing that I want. <laughs> like, why did he want the thing? Like, um, it's almost like the if there was a little bit of a flirtation between somebody else, right? Like, jealousy can only push you towards that person. So if you go and like, if you go, I don't want that person to, to run off with that guy, right? If I want, right, or that girl. The best way to not make that happen is shrug it off and be fucking cool. Aye, because like, do, do do you do you find yourself getting jealousy or envy at all in career? Nah, nah, nah. Not what's, really. What's, what's the difference between jealousy and envy? That is a good envy. Envious is you want what they have, and jealousy is you don't want them to have it. Maybe different. I don't know that. That was just a. 
Is there a difference? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I think like I've not been that ambitious anyway. Though I'm not like like I'm not that career driven. Uh, envy means discontented, longing for someone else's advantages. Uh-huh. Uh, jealousy means unpleasant suspicion or apprehension of rivalship. Right. So jealousy would be like someone taking your spot. Like, yeah, say if you've got a resident MZ spot and someone's fucking hustling, you get jealous. No, no. Quick summary. Uh-huh. Jealousy and envy both involve the feeling of desire for what another person has, but jealousy is usually thought to be more negative. It often involves resentment towards the person. Envy is also a negative feeling, like a mix of admiration and discontent, but the word doesn't usually imply hostility. Okay. Uh, but jealousy doesn't imply hostility. No, envy doesn't. Envy doesn't. Envy doesn't. Like, so you can be envious of what someone's got. Because I, I certainly, and I have to, I have uh, to stop myself, and I think I do. I've got a success rate of 9 out of fucking 10. Even with the career I have, I'll find myself getting envious because there'll be points when I'll just be watching Taskmaster and going, how's this cunt on there? Aye. How's this cunt it's, on there and not... So you get that? Because I, I don't really get that. Like, I want to be on it, but I didn't ever resent the people that oh, are... Oh, I do. and that's um, what, but, but I feel bad about the feelings of envy because it's, it's, it's... With what I've got, it's insane to look at people who... You know, on on, on what? Well, man, I've got such a fucking good career. How dare I be jealous of uh, anyone but, uh, else? Do you not remember that uh, Jim Jeffries uh, line or routine where he was like, uh, he was like, I am more successful than anyone of my looks and and intelligence has any right to be. But I'll watch a fucking blockbuster film like a Hollywood movie and why am I not in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and that that's I. Uh, that must just be like that fucking carrot. That's how I was in front of that. That means that if he even got that blockbuster movie, it still wouldn't be enough for him. Aye. It's like that. that's insatiable. Well, because I think it's this, we, we have as human beings this natural sort of thing to compare ourselves to others. I'm not really 100% sure of what it comes from. Like, I guess it must come from survival, being like, okay, am I as big and as strong as this person? Because if it gets into a fight, I'll need to do that. But obviously... What strength is now has evolved beyond just physical strength and 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 viability. So you compare, and in a job where you're self-employed, and you know, uh, the, there's, a, there's an insecurity to it. Yeah, yeah, and and, and people's careers. So to, to to then act insecure wouldn't wouldn't be unnatural. Yeah, and people's careers progress at different fucking rates. Man, look, perfect example is Tom Allen. Right, God, I love Tom Allen. Uh, I've loved Tom Allen. Uh, I love him on stage. I love his company. Like, yeah, I think the first time I met Tom Allen was like Leicester Comedy Festival, two thousand and eight, and me, him, and Craig Hill went out, and we had the time of our fucking life. And Tom was so funny and so good there. And then after that, I ended up getting all the career advantages in my career and all this stuff. And Tom just wasn't on anything. And it wasn't because he, he's less funny than me. It's not because he's less... <laughs> he's so fucking good. But there just wasn't the thing for him at the time. And it just felt that for years and years and years, I was like, oh, God, you know, not that it's a a, a shame, but it's unf- it's the unfairness of and the now, job. Now it's popped for him and it's, it's, it's done loads of stuff and you're like, it, it's happened. Great, and, and, you know, I'm sure he doesn't begrudge how late it came or, or anything like that. Well, even That's part of the we, we might not have realised because it would happen so early in our careers, but when John Bishop and Mickey Flanagan popped, that was quite a while into theirs. They've been doing club comics for well, club comedy for well over a decade. Uh, not, not Bish. Bish started when he was 40. I thought he'd been going a good 10, 15 years before. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. No, I think Flanagan, yeah, but I'm pretty sure yeah. Bish only started when he was Stuart, his voice. Stuart Lee was another one that had been going quite a while, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuart Lee's definitely yeah. been going since he was... My parents saw Stuart Lee before they had me. 
Ah, did they? Ah, they saw oh, him wow. in the clubs. Fucking and hell. So he guys goes back like to Harry Hill that he is on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Aye. My dad's got plenty of stories about t- <laughs> the times that he heckled Stuart Lee in like a 13-seater pub in Islington. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> the dad correcting Stuart Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the most intelligent, measured people and your dad found a flaw. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Sounds yeah. Sounds like him. Yeah, 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 that's him. That's him in a fucking nutshell. Aye, so... Career, career jealousy doesn't creep in, but then again, I'm I'm quite comfortable with what I've got. So if I was if I was uncomfortable with what I had, it might be different. Aye, well, I mean, I'm very. I just have to remind myself. I've just got to stop comparing. That's, I mean, and that's the problem with social media. Wait. Is it's just that you've got all these apps on your phone which are just compare yourself to everyone else. Aye, we had a friend there. Uh, have a friend that uh, won't will only watch girl and girl porn because he gets jealous of the man if there's a man in porn. Oh, yeah. Oh, is yeah. if he's watching if he's watching a porn star getting laid and he's like, oh, 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 get off her, oh, get off her. <laughs> it's like a next level of objectifying. She is mine. <laughs> We're watching a girl you've never I met. I searched for her name and I'm jerking <laughs> off to her. She's gonna be. She doesn't know me, but if she me. did. I also feel like there's like I mean, obviously you don't watch any reality TV. I watch fucking heaps of it because I love. Love garbage, and I love all the. I, I love seeing relationships of people who do not belong together, have no right to belong together, um, uh, go on and then try and just save this relationship because they've been raised in a world where it's you know if you've got problems you work through them together. If you've got these differences, you compromise between compromise, each other. Yeah, all these things, and you just go yeah. no, you leave the party and you find someone else. There's so many people just don't like uh, if it's yeah, that yeah. difficult to be in the relationship, get the fuck out of it. It's the sunk cost fallacy. Aye, of you spe- think as you've invested so much time. Yeah, yeah. That that you've got to stick with it, but actually, you're yeah, wasting more time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and and just making yourself unhappy, and then also during that time, just giving yourself more issues is what you're doing. Is you sacrifice parts of your personality because right. they don't like them, and then you're sort of doing this charade of who you think you should be for your partner, and they're doing a similar thing, and then you go, "Why don't I feel myself, and why don't I like myself?" And I resent you because you're not making me be myself. It's much easier mm-hmm. to just, but obviously. Breakups are shit, and very few people have the. Aye, you didn't want to. You didn't want to act. Just do one. Like dating a breakups, not a not a decision you make lightly. Uh, but jealousy for some people in relationships, and maybe it's just toxic people that I watch on reality TV shows. But it's revered among some people. Like they're just and oh, because they're, you, you, and you want you want them to look like they'd be protective over keeping you in that. Yeah, yeah. Which like, is why do you not get jealous when 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 that person's talking to me? You go well because they trust you. Uh, Wait, sh- should I be? But do you not care if I can't off and you start acting jealous that they didn't? Care? <laughs> I'm made. Yeah, or which is like, hey, I'm 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 jealous. I'm jealous. I get angry. Like you got. I'm like, oh well, then we're we're done. I can't. Mm. <laughs> I can't not have conversations with other people because of fear of what random scenarios you're going to create in your head because you're your gonna- last partner was a piece of shit. You can you can actually that seems fucking wanky, but you can synthesize happiness from other people's success. And I, I clocked that early doors because the people like um, when I when I started doing stand up in the northeast, then obviously Sarah Milligan and Chris Martin, Chris Martin, Chris um, Ramsey, mm-hmm. it popped for them, and I was seeing them on stuff, and I fucking loved seeing that. I was like, yes, oh, and like on. I know there would have been other comics that were like, why is that not me? I feel like I'm being left on the shelf, and they're getting all of this, but I was just. Buzzing because like I I could put myself in their shoes, the journey they've been through to get there. Right. And when I saw them and stuff, I was absolutely chuffed for them. And you can do that if you look at fucking someone's Instagram holder. You could just be like, oh look at them having a fucking nice time. Oh my god, they've been working hard. <laughs> knew they're in the sun. I yeah. Uh, 
Oh, I mean, that's a, I, 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 I mean, I should definitely uh, try to do more. But I think that's the thing that Nick Cody had the really, really good way of not being jealous of. And I don't know if other people can use this in their careers, but it certainly works for stand-up comedy. Which is, he's like, I don't get jealous of other people's success because the, I, he sees comedy like the UFC. If there's, there's just different weight divisions. Like if a sketch group is doing really, really well and getting big. I'm not going to be jealous of them because I'm not uh, doing sketch comedy. Because I'm not weird cutting down to sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could do it. But I'm not. I'm here. I'm in this division. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to get jealous of the artsy surreal comic and all the success that they're getting. Because again, that's not yeah. what I fucking do uh-huh. in my division. I'm. You know, I might not be number one. I might not be number two. But I've had a couple of title shots. I, and you'll <laughs> also respect the people in your division. Yeah, because uh, you look at them as inspiration. Because they're doing what you're if, doing. Uh, if, they, if they're ahead of you doing the same thing, you look at them going, right, that's 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 a role model, not someone to be envious of. But if I've learned anything from uh, therapy and meditation over the years, and but I haven't. I mean, I've learned them. I've not, I've not been able to apply them to life. But apparently, like, one of the big number one reasons for unhappiness is comparing yourself to others. Oh. So you should only ever be comparing yourself to... It's a, yourself it's such a given that one it's such a weird one how it's right there you, you know that it's there that's the answer yeah, yeah. the answer's there but you kind of get through the glass <laughs> <laughs> aye, aye. you kind of get you kind of you have a breakthrough yeah yeah it's the breakthrough and it's further away than you thought and you can't reach it <laughs> it'd be like if a, it'd be like if Superman was diabetic right aye. and he just needed insulin but they just can't give him the injection for the yeah. break snap break yeah. fuck <laughs> damn it and so I had a little thought experiment to, um, to think about this right now it was actually it came it came when I you know when I had uh, found out I had aphantasia, mm-hmm. and then it took us a couple of days where everybody else had a superpower and mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know what aphantasia is, it's mind blindness. It's when you haven't got like a visual image in your mind's eye. Yeah, for example, so if I was to say to you at home, picture a red triangle in your head. If you're like me, what you can do, you don't physically see it. It's not within your eyes. You don't see anything in your field of vision, but in your head, you can picture. Exactly what a red triangle, and if I was to do something obscure, I'd be like, imagine a 2D red triangle cartwheeling down a 3D beach in your head, you can go, oh yeah, no, those two things, I'll make that happen, mm-hmm. and you'll have an image of that in your head. You can create it. Some yeah. people have like, have like hyper or like the opposite yeah. to it, where like the, the mind's too vivid and stuff's going on, so that's also like... Yeah. I imagine the... I imagine Everyone's got like a scale. Aye, and I, I imagine, I don't know if there's any truth to this, but I would imagine that those people are better at art. Yes, ah, uh, yeah. In fact, when I read the article about Aphantasia, it was like, if you drew a dog, would it look like this? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's exactly how I draw a dog. Because <laughs> you're not drawing it from memory, because you're not bringing up a memory and then tracing it from your memory. You're just going, right, a dog has four legs. I'll, I'll draw those. <laughs> and it has a tail. It's like a child's drawn. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I, can, like, I can still enjoy a book, because if, it, if the story is like, if, uh, obviously like a man walks into the shop and buys a pack of crisps, right? Boring book, but I know what a man is, a shop, I know what a pack of crisps is, I know what currency is, and now the exchange could happen. I don't even need to like, make this theatre in my mind. I, I, when I found out about it, I was devastated that I couldn't do that. Um, but after a few days, this is the way I like, dealt with it, right? If, if I found out that everybody could fly, yeah. right, but I couldn't, right? My life would still be exactly the same as it was, yeah. but yours would all be better than what I'd realised. My life hasn't changed any. Aye. 
the scenery has a bit, but my life hasn't. So, like, uh, you can't be like, oh, I can't do that. But, like, why, why do you not get jealous of birds then? Mm-hmm. Look at birds flying. You're like, nah, I've got everything I need. I've got everything I want. I'm comparing it to me. Aye, and also you've got friends who can maybe give you a lift while they're flying. Aye, <laughs> do, do people who can't drive get jealous? Uh, well, I feel like that's, yeah. Because that's like having a, being able to drive is like having a superpower to somebody that can't drive. Yet I'm sure there's people who can't drive that are quite content with the lot. Aye, but, but, but what, but, but don't be. Aye, <laughs> uh, that's true. I would rather, um, if you were to say to me, I'll give you an... Um, I'll take away your fantasia and give you the active imagination that everybody else has mm-hmm. for your car keys. Now <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Now yes. I'm good. So, like, there's people, there's people in my uh, head that have got a more, like, a worse disability through choice. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Or they live in London. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, I didn't drive when I lived Aye. in London. Um, yeah, we're done. Think so. Oh, that was a f- fun chat, mate. It's nice talking to you. I helped. Did I get you? Did I get you through a little lull? I mean, we'll see. We'll see how I feel after. I'll just go in and poke a baby. Aye, I re- I really enjoy the bit that you do with Kaylin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just violently threatened him while beating him up. But with like a big smile on your face. Big smile on your face and he's giggling because he doesn't know what you're saying. And he's like, I'm going to snap your arms and go to your eyeballs out. I'm going to snap your leg. <laughs> I'm joining in. I'm just going to rub his belly. I'm going to spit in your mouth. He <laughs> <laughs> fucking laughs. Man. Me and Cara laugh so... Because he doesn't... There's, man, he doesn't know his own name yet. And it's still this phase where... You know, they're like, they're, man, they're like dogs. You can say anything to a dog as long as there's a smile uh, on your face. Yeah. Dog doesn't know the words. Tone, it's just a knows tone. the energy. Yeah. And I, I tell Kaelin that I'm going to break his ribs <laughs> with the same... And <laughs> 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 you're like, you're like, a little pummel. Punching his little belly. Break snapping his kneecaps. <laughs> going to carb stomp you. <laughs> going to rip your esophagus out. <laughs> and he just giggles and giggles and giggles. <laughs> <laughs> Because you have to stop doing that the second, well, well before they start understanding. Because God knows what that'll turn him into when he's over. Uh, older. He's, got, he's got to be nineteen and like well into bondage and strangle wanks yeah, and all that. Real, You're going to yeah. be like, ah, uh, man. No idea where that came from. That's uh, <laughs> I love that we're just king shamed it now. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Our child has a thing he likes. <laughs> yeah, that we definitely That's... gave him. Ah, <laughs> it's good. He's also uh, we just king shamed your baby. Yeah, he likes uh, he likes that. He likes being upside down. Cara uh, does not like him being upside down, and has never seen him upside down because I don't do when she's in these. Oh yeah, you've room. been on Mum's Night, haven't you? Well, yeah, you're one of the admins. <laughs> <laughs> well, because somebody went, you shouldn't hold your baby upside down, and I'm like, that's de- there's definitely that's true. I wouldn't hold a newborn baby upside down, but like at four months old, I'm like. It's literally for three seconds. It's literally like if he's crying on the, if he's or if he's starting to moan, I'll grab him by the ankles, lift him up, and go, stop yelling, and he giggles and giggles, and then you put him back down safely. But I was like, you know what? Maybe this is dangerous, and maybe there is something you know they're not developed. We still got that soft spot in the head. Maybe his uh, brain will fall out. Like maybe I definitely shouldn't be doing it. Uh, I'll, I'll Google it, and all of the Google results were just. My husband's holding her baby upside down, and I want to know if it's dangerous. I keep telling him it's dangerous, and he insists it's not, but I can't find anything online that says so. And then just all these other mums being like, my husband does the same thing. It's never the dad going, my wife's dangling the baby upside down. <laughs> it's well, because I, th- I think there must be, you know, there's 
there's obviously different instincts that naturally occur in parents. Like, uh, I mean, I've said it in the solo podcast that I were doing. There's a switch that goes off in women that you see it being engaged where they just have all this intuition come in and this this unfathomable level of love for this kid. And when, they do, when that switch doesn't click, by the way, that's postpartum depression. And it's a very serious thing that we, you know, that we have to acknowledge and go through. That's how important this click in your brain is and you know there is a similar click that happens in men's brains especially in the past uh, couple of generations because men are more involved in the raising of kids now they're noticing that the things that chemical reactions that were normally only happening in women's brains are now happening in fathers' brains as well. Because yeah. um, then I was just doing the mind the whole time. Yeah, and, and, and they're <laughs> actually and getting some involvement. And being engaged. But I yeah. do wonder if there is obviously the mothering instincts are protective, nurture, raise, close, keep to. Yeah. Whereas is 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 it as scientific as and the dads are. I've got to teach you to survive. I've got to Tough make sure you're strong. Yeah. Got to, and not like yeah. beat things up, but just, uh-huh. hey, the world's... Well, just the world's going to throw some shit at you, yeah, make sure yeah, yeah, it fucking yeah. bounces off. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I want to get you used to... Different, it'll strengthen your muscles uh, and yeah. all these things. Or is it just men are big, dumb, aggressive idiots? <laughs> and yeah, is, it just, is that, it just this, like... Because Cara says to me, she's like, she, she's like, she can see my love for Kaylin is... It, it never gets dangerous, but she's like, you teeter close to, you find him so cute, you just want to smoosh him. And I'm like, oh, 100% all the time. Uh, all I want to do is just squeeze him and hold him. You never do it, but there's that, you know, ah, I love you, sort of shit. Um, but is that good instincts in me being like, I'm going to raise a healthy son, or is it big dumb man likes thing? <laughs> big, big dumb man likes thing, wants to hold and shake to make sure thing doesn't break. Love it too, yes, please. <laughs> caveman. Yeah. You're raising your child with a caveman brain. Yeah, I, I, uh, which is good. I mean, upside down, boy. <laughs> <laughs> upside down. Make sure your brain no fall out. Like, is that what's going <laughs> um, And I'm, I'm not going to do any more Googling. Like, I'm still sticking to my stats of I, and I hope I stick to this. I hope I stick to it. It's, I'm not going to outwardly judge other people for how they raise their kids. I'll certainly, I'm never going to stop my brain judging people. That's just there. Mm. But as long as you don't let it manifest into anything other than just a thought crossing your brain. Because if anyone were to come up to me and be like, this is what you should do, I'm like, motherfucker, you think I want to raise your shit, kid? Yeah. Fuck it, I can't believe the neck. I got someone done that with me with Peggy. Fucking Peggy was just rooting around in the bush and I was uh, eating my sandwich. Natalie always went, you know, Clane Castle, the yeah. National Trust thing, you can't you can't take the animals into the castle. So we bought a little fucking packed lunch. I was like, well, I'll have something to eat while you go in. Yeah. I look after Peggy and vice versa. And Peggy's on the lead, right? And she's just fucking rooting around in the bush and all that. And then this American woman sat opposite and went, your dog's bored. You need to play with your dog. <laughs> I was saying, fucking, my dog's had the best day ever. Right. I've been cutting around Clay and Castle, hoying a board for him, stopping for a sandwich. I was like, ah, I'm just grabbing something to eat. And he was like, where's the dog's picnic? I was like, fucking, she eats at fucking two and six. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> but, like, um, to me, that's not going to spin me. I don't give a fuck about this old cunt, right? Oh, yeah. I could not give a flying fuck about her, right? But, you know, if you're just a bit insecure at the job you're doing of your child, and then that, like, it was, which, it was which, American which, last and all, it, uh, obnoxious, like, fucking, I mean, it's stereotype, but it's a fucking observation, that one, right? Uh, if, if somebody that with that kind of outward confidence hits you right, right where you're insecure, that could fuck up your day. Mm. It could fuck up your week. Mm. Like, if, 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 if people are talking like that in new mothers. Like, 
A hundred percent, and which is there's and there's as a new parent, there is just this massive insecurity of oh my god, am I doing a good job? Because your brain just imagines all these fucking horrific scenarios in your head, and they're all your responsibility to fucking deal with. So you know, other people being like, you know, you shouldn't actually feed your kid that. You shouldn't do it. shut uh, the fuck up. Stay out of it. Stay out of it. Yeah. Like unless it's to the point where you got to throw CP phone child protection purposes. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up and keep it to yourself. You know what? Prove them wrong by raising your kid better, and then when, when both of our kids are thirty, you can go. Told you. Uh, <laughs> Only then. And even then, there's like such a fucking element of looking at like you could absolutely fucking neglect your child and it could end up being the fucking biggest rock star of all time. Right. But <laughs> and I then also, they were going, see, I didn't fuck Al Rang by. Right. Well, I think that also comes from, I think the people that do offer advice out like that, I think that comes from insecurity as well. Because from their own, projected. Yeah, which is, I do it this way, you're doing it a different way. Does that mean the way I'm doing it's yeah, wrong? Yeah, so they're, they're taking yours as passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, because it comes from, oh God, I'm doing this in the wrong way. Uh, Anyway, again, it's another thing about just keep with other people's business. It's like as far as like just comparing yourself to yourself. Yeah, it's just a bit of that. Don't compare your parent and mine. We've got our own route. Yeah, it's yeah. just uh, you can like, use yourself as your barometer. Alright, so I guess the lesson on today's podcast. Final thought from Cream. Final thoughts is yeah, just only compare yourself to yourself, and uh, if it's. <laughs> so I know you told me to keep talking, but I'm just. If you're having a low uh, mental health day, you know, don't do anything drastic, don't do anything too big. Maybe go out. <laughs> Maybe go on a nice walk uh, just by yourself or with someone you like and just tell yourself three things that you like about yourself. Whether it's things you like about yourself all the time, whether it's just things you like about yourself today, or things. Uh, that you like about yourself that you've achieved in your life do that play that over in your head and thank yourself for those thoughts and any of the other negative thoughts coming into your head just ignore those and get them out of your head and stop comparing yourself to me you fucking cunt I'm way better (laughs) thanks for listening (laughs) we'll see you next week